Uh, sometimes on the warm mornings here, uh, during the sermon, I see people nodding off. The Zoom, uh, the Zoom prayer meeting finished at midnight last night, so if you see me nodding off, <laughs> forgive me. Uh, so we're going through uh, Luke, heading towards the birth of Jesus in Luke chapter 1. The book of Luke and Acts uh, was written by Luke. We think he was the doctor mentioned in Colossians 4.14, one of Paul's companions, written around mid, uh, early to mid-60s, AD 60. And so we're going to go through Luke chapter 1, 26 to 38 today. Luke chapter 1, 26 to 38 today. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favoured. The Lord is with you. Greetings, you who are highly favoured. Greetings, you who are highly favored. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin. The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. You, so the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word be to, to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. Verse 28, you who are favored, you are highly favored. You are highly favored. The angel says to Mary, you're highly favored. What does that mean? What does that mean in practice, in reality for Mary? What does it mean? Maybe it means uh, great prosperity, great wealth and riches. And there's examples in the Bible where that's what it, exactly what it meant where God's favor resulted in great wealth for people. Uh, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Job, approved by God and, and also with wealth and prosperity. In the New Testament, Barnabas, Dorcas, uh, Cornelius, Lydia. But there's others in the Word of God, in the Bible, uh, favored by God, but it didn't result in great wealth and prosperity. Luke chapter 2, what we see after our chapter, we see Joseph and Mary turning up to the temple um, for a purification ceremony with the birth of Jesus. So this happened 40 days later after the birth. And Leviticus 12 tells us 
what was required was a sacrifice of a lamb and a bird. Normally that's what you had to take, a lamb and a bird. If, however, and by the way, if you need a lamb, um, the Bevan's got one for a sacrifice. So, um, If, however, uh, the family were not wealthy enough, it says in Leviticus 12, instead they could take two birds. And what do Joseph and Mary take? They take two birds. Not a lamb and a bird, they take two birds. So they weren't wealthy. This is not what had happened. And not saying they're poverty-stricken either. Uh, Joseph was a carpenter. They're pretty well to do. And... Um, <laughs> no, no. Uh, sometimes. And... Um, but they weren't poverty-stricken, maybe, probably, maybe about the middle, but they weren't, they weren't really creaming it. They just took two birds. You're highly favoured. So it doesn't mean great prosperity followed. You're highly favoured, maybe not prosperity, maybe dignity. Well, no, Simeon... In chapter 2 again, in the Jerusalem temple prophesies, it says this, Simeon says, this child will be spoken against. And when Jesus was in his hometown, Nazareth, Matthew 13, it says this, they took great offense at him. Matthew 13, 57, isn't this the son of Mary, the brother of James, of Joseph, of Judas, of Simon? And we know his sisters too. And so in her very hometown, Mary was dishonored where she, where she resided the most. <laughs> and Jesus found ministry hard there, couldn't achieve much. And his mum, Mary, she would have felt that, that dishonor, that lack of respect in that culture. And Simeon says this to Mary with a prophetic word, Luke 2, 35, and a sword will pierce your soul too. Even prior to the death of Jesus, that rejection of Jesus by the people must have been so painful to Mary, his mother. You're highly favoured. So maybe not prosperity, maybe not dignity. You're highly favoured. Maybe it means great serenity, great peace and calm. Matthew tells us in his gospel, there's great Trauma followed the birth of Jesus. They had the family had to run off down to Egypt in the middle of the night to escape the, the homicidal Herod. Didn't mind killing every baby in that little town of Bethlehem, maybe a dozen or so. And in their dreams, you know, Joseph has four dreams. Uh, God-inspired dreams where he's spoken to. And one of these dreams... Um, uh, the angel says, yep, Herod's dead, but his son, Achelaus, uh, he's reigning in his place. Don't go there. And so Joseph instead goes back to Nazareth. So, you know, not, not serenity, not serenity. At 12, Jesus and the family, they go back to Jerusalem for the feast of the Passover. And and on the way home, they realize that Jesus, the 12-year-old boy, is not there. And, and Mary freaks out. 
You know, she'd had all these strange things happen to him at birth, these strange prophecies, these angels, these these weird things going on, having to run off down to Egypt to escape Herod. And then the back here, and then um, 12 years later, where's Jesus? And so they rush back to Jerusalem. They search for him, and it says this. Your father and I, Mary says, have been anxiously searching for you. We're freaking out. What were you doing? Three days, we didn't know where you were. Uh, Joseph, the husband of Mary, the last, this is the last we hear of him when Jesus was 12. And so many of the scholars believe that Joseph actually died quite early, maybe when Jesus was still a teenager. We don't know that for certain, but it goes quiet in the, in the Gospels about Joseph. You know, that, if that's true, that would have been hard. Your highly favored doesn't mean prosperity, doesn't mean dignity, doesn't mean serenity. Maybe it means great clarity, great awareness of what was uh, going on inside and knowledge. Well, no. We see in Mary's reaction, she's fairly bewildered, confused. 1 verse 29, Luke 1 verse 29. Mary was greatly troubled by this, and wondered. 1 verse 34, how will this be, she asked. Luke 2 verse 19, Mary pondered these things in her heart. You're highly favored. (laughs) Not prosperity, not dignity, not serenity, not clarity. What does it mean? And it comes in the second half of that verse, Luke 1 28. Greetings with you, uh, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. That's what it means. You're highly favored. The Lord is with you. Even with all those bumps on the road, the Lord is with you. You're highly favored. Do you get that? Even with all those bumps on the road, like a like a Gisborne road after the floods. Uh, you're highly favored. Romans 8, in our prayer meeting, uh, Wendy didn't know this early this morning, um, 9.20, um, she, she started praying from Romans 8. She didn't know I was going to finish with this. Romans 8, we know in all things we cannot be separated from the love of God. Verse 35, Romans 8, 35. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? Verse 38, for I'm convinced neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, height nor depth, nor anything else. And all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen? Nothing can separate us. Nothing. If you're with the Lord, you're highly favored because you cannot be separated unless you have chosen that separation. He does not choose it. We can choose it. He honors our freedom. We can choose it. 
And I'll give you a chance today, if you feel like you have chosen separation, uh, you can choose to be reunited with the Lord, to say yes again. If you've never done that, to say yes, because there's nothing that can separate us from the love of God and Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. Let's pray, and then our prayers will come up. We'll lurk over there if you want specific prayer for anything. Uh, we'd love to do that. Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus. Nothing can separate us from uh, your love. We are highly favored, just like Mary, because you are with us. You said you'd never leave us nor forsake us. So I want to bless my brothers and sisters here today, your bride here today, that you continue to love them in all the bumps on their roads. You continue to bless them. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.